0: All right, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I am going to be or try to be incredibly transparent with you for the next few minutes or however long this episode goes. This is one of my infamous independent recordings where I can just go off on tangents and it can sometimes become a word salad, but I really want you, if you're tuning into this, to know that whatever this is it is things that have been on my heart and things that i've been struggling with and trying to work through and i just now feel like it's kind of starting to make sense and i, I i've been kind of lying to people or maybe telling half truths and if you're one of those people that i've been telling half truths to i want to apologize genuinely um, this podcast, the cold shower podcast is something that I was so passionate about for so long and tried to really remain consistent in getting content out there. Now, if you're one of the the few people that was consistently following along and listening to every episode and hanging on my every word, I haven't been putting them out as often. and. I've gotten questions about that. I've had people ask simply, hey, how is the podcast going? Or, hey, you're not putting them out quite as often. Like, what's up with that? And this is where the half truth comes in. Um, I'm telling people, yeah, you know, now that I'm doing podcast production for other people and for companies, I just don't have the time. That's part of it. The other part is honestly, because I've started to have some doubts about my messaging, and my own voice, really. And if you know me in any capacity, doubts really aren't something that I have very often. I'm just a confident person. I was like that on the basketball court, still am. Um, Confidence, it, some people struggle with it. I just, I don't struggle with it. I'm okay with taking risks and and understanding that I might not be good at something but that I can go out and try it or if it's something that I think I might be good at then I kind of just think I'm I'm going to do it well and that I should give it a try. So it was it's really been difficult for me to try to maneuver through some of those uh, feelings of doubt that I've had regarding the content and my ability to contribute to conversations that I think need to be happening in the world. And I've kind of been able to zero in on Maybe why those doubts are there. And man, there have been some crazy realizations, even just in the last 12 hours. And I think I kind of have it figured out. I've wanted to act out of love in so many areas of my life, or at least that's what I say. I want to love other people. And I have it tatted on my wrist here. Just do good. A simple statement, do good, do good in everything you do. I don't know what that is, but if you're going to eat something, let it be for good. Let it serve your body well. Um, If you're going to drive to the store, do it good. Stay off your phone. Uh, Be respectful of other drivers. If there's an old lady that needs to cross the street in front of you, like let her cross. Just do good in everything you do. I wanted that there on my body because it's a simple statement that I think can just cover so many things for me but I actually, what I think I should have put is to act out of love or just be known for love or something like that. It's even more all encompassing. Here's where I've gotten off track. And that is in acting out of love for some, I've given myself permission to hate others. And as I've, become more and more comfortable, like letting people know my political stances and uh, my values and my morals and all these things. I've, I convinced myself that I was saying those things out of love. And I still hold some of that to be true. If I'm speaking out against things like racial injustice or, or some of the other issues in the world, I'm comfortable in saying that a lot of that is out of love, but man, you cannot let, I cannot let acting out of love for only some people, give me permission to hate other people. And this is um, maybe getting a little hippy-dippy in terms of, ah, love can cover all. It, it takes care of every issue. It's kind of true. Um, as, weird, as weird as it is, as it seems like a an easy fix, but we know it's not because practicing love is is difficult to do it day in and day out and every minute of every day. Nobody does that perfectly. Okay? Um, I just, I'm, I'm piecing all these things together. And it's crazy because, man, I just, I just drove home from my niece's birthday party and it's a three hour drive one way. And so I was like, no, you know what? I gotta, I gotta go to my niece's seventh birthday party. I'm, I'm going to do that even though it's a long drive. And it was so good. It was so good. As someone who I think as I have been harboring quite a bit of anger and here comes Richard, our new cat. He doesn't know the the etiquette behind when I'm recording. You might hear him in the background. Is that it was it was good for me. I've been angry for the last few years, and I know that so much of it is tied into my politics and my beliefs and my morals. And those are all Like Those can be really important things, but man, it was weighing on me so heavy because part of taking on certain identities and believing certain things, it almost seems like the world is saying, yeah, do that. But in order to do that, you got to hate some people. You have to hate people that disagree with you. And oh, that is a heavy weight to bear, man. It's too heavy. We're not meant to do that. We're not meant to hate people, to carry the weight of hating people around, the responsibility of hating people. It's too heavy, and it got too heavy for me. Man, I was I was speaking out in support of certain groups or, or against injustices because I love people like I do. But then subsequently, hating other people had to become part of that, I guess. And so here's where I'm going to go biblically, scripturally real quick if I speak in the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. I felt like that. I started to feel like that. And that's when maybe the doubt served me well, is I was just going around banging my cymbals around, right? And then I started to feel a little bit of doubt, like, Taylor, what are you actually doing? What are you actually accomplishing? Are you doing the good that you were doing at one time or that you said you were always going to be doing with this platform? I don't know. And so here I am, I have my symbol and I'm just banging on it. Boom, 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 boom. And I get people that agree with me and they're like, ooh, that boy plays a good tune on that gong. Sounds good to me. But then I get people that don't agree with me. And that's like the equivalent of just taking my gong and just. Blowing their eardrums out with it. And I'm not, I wasn't doing that out of love. And and this is in no way saying that the, the stances that I hold are incorrect. Okay. I still have convictions. Do not get me wrong. I'll step to those. But the hate, the hate was, is too much. It was too much for me. And, and I, I had. I had just such a crazy realization in the time that I was able to spend with my family and have some important conversations as I disclosed to them the struggles that I was having. Because remember, this is the family that for the last two, three years has seen me just on fire for this cold shower podcast, this project that I hold so dear, the people that I've gotten to meet, people that that I met that I call lifelong friends and Fortunately, I can share with my family when I'm really down, when I'm doubting things, when I'm struggling. And if here's something too, if you don't have people in your life like that, that you can show them your worst, you can be angry around them. You can tell them what you're struggling with. Get people like that in your life. I'm serious. You have to, you have to. It was my mom and it was my younger brother, Harrison, this morning, and I got more people on deck that can line up and hear my struggles. And I am, I thank God for that. Okay. If you don't have people like that, find them. I'm serious. You go out into the world and you just be as open as you can. Okay. Tear open your chest, be yourself. Talk about the things that hurt you, the things that you love, the things you're passionate about, just be open, bear yourself to the world. And man, you're going to scare a lot of people away. They're going to run. They're going to hightail it out of there. And that's cool. They're not the ones for you. But man, you're also going to attract people that are going to say, I've been waiting for someone real. I've been waiting to, to listen to someone like this or I've been waiting to, to listen to someone like this so that they then in turn will listen to me. And I'm so fortunate that I have people like that. So this was another aside. But anyway, between having people like that in my corner and these other things that I've been wrestling with is that I just have to move forward in such a way that love is my number one priority. In love of Love of everybody, okay? Not just the people that agree with me. That's where we have to go. That's where I have to go in order to make this sustainable because I tried the, I tried the hate thing. It didn't fit me. It doesn't work for me. And I, I didn't even try it on purpose. It just got me. And I, I suspect it probably has you too. Don't let it wear you down. It will drag you down. It will get too heavy to bear. And that doesn't mean that you just stop functioning. No, what it means is that what it means is that you no longer open your heart to, to things, to change. You no longer value the people around you that disagree with you. Because you know what hating people is? Hating people is as good as throwing them away. Hating someone means uh, that you only see a snapshot of that person. You only see a a, a fraction of who they are and what they think because uh, something bubbled to the surface that that allowed you a glimpse of them and that they disagree with you on something specific. OK. That's not the whole picture. It never is. But but that that disagreement you have with that person apparently cuz i it played out in my life is enough to hate that person and then i stop valuing them for all the good that they are too like how many times do we see that play out how many how many times do we see uh, a a drug addicted son or a daughter just putting their parents through absolute hell and we look at that situation we're like man mom and dad they got to cut those people off they have to they have to say no more and just just cut them off. Get them out of their lives because they're they're too much of a burden. And there's different ways to go around that about that. I I get it. Like sometimes you have to uh you have to necessitate that disconnect. Okay? But we see in those examples how difficult that is. And that's because when we truly know someone, when we have truly loved someone, then those difficulties don't wedge themselves in and lead to a hatred quite as easily. And that's why that mom and that's why that dad who have loved that drug addicted son or daughter since they were a kid hangs on a lot longer than we can from the outside looking in. And I want to get back to that. Now I don't want to subject myself to unnecessary guilt and heartbreak. Of course not. But it's necessary to love people. And that's not always easy, like I said before. So when in our lives are we just clanging this gong because we think it's the right thing that we should be doing? And all we're doing is just making an unnecessary noise that's only music to some people's ears. And it's a punishment to everybody else. And it's a punishment to yourself. That's where I've been. And I am just, I was driving home again from this trip to the east side of the state and i think god knew what i needed this weekend or something because man i was i was watching my 7 year old niece just open her presents here's this 7 year old that is opening these gifts and smiling and just interacting with all the people that are there to to show support because it's her 7th birthday and i see this little girl that is just exuding nothing but love She does. She would not want to be anywhere else in the world, other than opening presents surrounded by family. Right. That's all she felt in that moment was love. She was exuding love to others, and she was feeling the love from others. And then in that same room, I see my other younger niece, Layla, who has achondroplasia, which is a form of dwarfism, and she is so small. If you ask the world, she's too small. World isn't made for her. Yet. You go to little Layla. And she just wraps her tiny little arms right around your neck. And holds them there. For as long as you need. Like. Dude, I got in the habit of just asking her for a hug every couple of minutes because. I think she knew I needed him. That was love. And like for her, hurt and anger and frustration, it's going to come later. It's going to come when when she can finally be old enough to understand that the world views her differently. And that, man, that breaks my heart to think about that. But I want to remember the moment this weekend where little Layla knew nothing but love. She exuded nothing but love. And so here I am, and I'm whew, I'm getting all softened up by my nieces, Just, just feeling so grateful for the moments that I was able to spend with them as well as the rest of my family. Because I told you, my family's in my corner, man, in a way that I wish other people's was. And then this morning, I wake up. My little brother is like, hey, he said this to me last night. He's like, hey, 815, I'm going to be down in mom and dad's kitchen. Meet me there. I don't have no idea what he's thinking. He, just want, he wants to meet because we've gotten in the habit of when I'm at my mom and dad's and he's there and whoever else is there, your boy's going to get a cup of coffee and he's going to sit at the table and have a conversation with whoever's there. And unfortunately, the last couple of years, a lot of those conversations, there's been good accomplished, but they saw me like at my worst where, man, I'm, I'm hating people because I'm so frustrated with people. And I'm only frustrated with certain aspects of those people because I'm not taking the time to appreciate them for everything else that they are. Yet I want people to extend that grace to me. It's crazy. It's crazy how we do that. Hey, you have this one thing that I've deemed a flaw. And so I hate everything that you are, but don't do that to me. I am imperfect, but I'm imperfect in all the best ways. In fact, when I'm imperfect, it's kind of endearing. When I'm imperfect, it's a learning experience. So if you just bear with me, give me a little bit of grace. I'll I'll be better tomorrow. And you can love me even more than you already love me or should be loving me. It's wild how we do that, man. I don't get it. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that. And so here I was this morning, just talking with my mom, talking with my younger brother, telling them about these doubts that I had experienced and that I didn't, I didn't want to talk anymore. All I wanted to do was just sit in my vitriol. And they just gave me some some things that they'd noticed some sound advice saying taylor you have to just you have to get back to the point where you're you're having fun with it where you're presenting content in a way that that maybe isn't an attack and listen i know some of you might be listening to my stuff and and being like yeah you're not really like attacking sure Maybe I'm not attacking in the way that you see, like on the mainstream media, the Fox news, the CNN, with all their special ways that they frame some of these cultural issues. No, I, I thank God that I don't attack people in those ways. Okay. Or Twitter. (laughs) I really, I haven't gotten to that point, but for some reason, for as, uh, innocent as it might look from the outside in, I was getting like rotting from the inside and it's crazy. Like. A lot of you were probably like, I had no idea. Yeah, because I did a damn good job of hiding it. Like I said, I was telling half truths. I was telling you what I thought you wanted to hear about why my content hasn't been so consistent. Because I was too worn out. Weight was getting too heavy. And so I have this conversation with my mom and my brother, and it gets the wheels turning. The wheels were always turning. I always got random stuff rattling around in my head. but it got them turning in different directions. It was like, I don't know, like they added some, something to the wheel turn. It was making it a little bit smoother. I wasn't quite there yet. It wasn't going around in the revolutions in the way that I wanted, but it was closer. And then I'm driving in the car. I have three hours on the way home. And love just kept popping up. And I know this is redundant. I don't care. Because love is important. And practicing love is important. And it just hit me. It hit me like out of nowhere. Like I had never considered it, even though love is probably a word that I use multiple times a day every day. Right? And maybe that's the problem. It got saturated. And it becomes a word rather than an action. I don't know. But I'm driving and just boom, just gratitude, gratitude for everything that I had experienced this weekend. And also strangely, and I hope I can explain this sufficiently, gratitude for what I'm about to do, what I'm going to do in the future, ways that I'm going to contribute in the future. I hope you get those senses of gratitude. I think those are kind of uncommon feelings. Like we, get, we often get gratitude for things that have just happened or we're in the moment of something really cool that's happening. But, whoa, it is a different level of gratitude when you're like, in my case, yo, Tay, soak this in. You are about to do some wild stuff in the future. That is so cool. And I just lost it. Like I lost it in the car. I might lose it again right now. Just like tears streaming down my cheeks, just like praying to God and just being like, dude, thank you so much for this moment and this opportunity and really this learning experience that is going to contribute to the betterment of me. And then through the betterment of me to the betterment of this Platform and to the people that I serve, to the to those that I can honor by bringing on my show, to those that I can honor by having them listen, to those that I can honor by by shouting them out, whatever it is. Like thank you. And anyway, I I was driving and I was going maybe a little too. I was only going like five over, but I had to get home. I had to plug in my microphone. I had to record this stuff for you because man, I felt so weighed down the last two or so years. And all of a sudden, like I don't know if it'll last, but man, I feel like I've got some answers and things are looking up and I'm going to do better and I'm going to be better for you, for myself, for my wife, for whoever. I want to do good. I want to be known for love. I want to honor people through my actions and through the way that I present content, the way that I can approach cultural issues, because that's not going away. Like we, we need that, but I just want to do it better. And this, you might be listening to this. I mean, like how many cups of coffee did he have? Well, I had a lot. All right. But that is not why this stuff is bubbling up. I don't know if this will elicit anything for you. Uh, But like I've done in the past, at the very least, this seems to be a therapy session for me. Um, I'm going to post this like as quickly as I can and get it out into the world. And I'm curious what you guys think of it. Um, I'm just I'm just really excited. And I want to, again, apologize to those that I've been telling half truths to. And I want you guys to just be excited and feel invested in what's next, whatever is next. Uh, for the cold shower podcast. Cause I don't suspect that I'm going to be quite as inconsistent with getting episodes out there. So I, I, tr- I genuinely love you guys. I say it probably every episode or close to, I think I mean it a little differently this time. Um, so thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye-bye.